Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Hello, everyone. Your host, Marissa Mendez. Welcome to the first show of 2019. Marissa hey. explains it all. Got Joyce with me, Ariella with me, Prime's with me. Lewis Belt is returning today, but he's 45 minutes late because he is from the Bay. And people from the Bay are always late. Um, I got to make sure I'm on top of this. Join the MEIA mob. You can listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes and on Dash Talks. Dash Radio's talk station, um, soundcloud.com slash MEIA podcast, iTunes, just search for Marissa Explains It All, subscribe, rate, and all that shit. I don't know what you're supposed to say about that. And YouTube. So we're going to be switching it up for the new year, backing it up for the 1-9 and the 2000. That doesn't work like that. Um, we don't know. We're going to be moving over to Patreon, which someone else explained this better because I don't really know what it is. Uh, so Patreon is a service where you guys can pay. We're going to decide. I don't know what um, our membership fee for the month is going to be. We'll let probably you Probably very minimal. In on some more details later, but you guys can pay. It's going to be like probably like five bucks a month, if anything, right? Less. Maybe even less. less. I was going with less. a dollar. Less. Okay, one to three dollars, I've been told. And you guys will be able to watch all of our episodes um, that we post. And our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash which is really just my YouTube channel that we house everything on. We're going to still put clips there, but they will be two, three-minute clips that will direct you to Patreon. So if you want to watch the whole thing and see our beautiful faces, you're going to have to pay a couple dollars and support your favorite pod squad. So Yeah. And we're, we're still going to post our clips on uh, Instagram. Too, of course. So. Um, I would like to start off the show by saying that when I was younger and learning Spanish, one of my favorite random phrases, because it made no sense, was, Yo tengo una manzana en mi bolsillo. I have an apple in my pocket. And today I have made that statement come true because I do in fact have an apple in my pocket, although it is in slices. I, as I was walking in, I realized that and I was like, wow, I would talk about this on my Instagram, but I look like I got hit by a car today. So I'll just say it on my podcast. And that is where we are now. And you you gave it to Lewis. You sat it at Lewis. <laughs> I did. Well, it's not apple? for him to eat my apple because I don't know what it is. It's like a pregnant woman, but I'm not, thank God. Um, I've yeah, been, what is this craving? I've been having an apple craving for like the last week or two, but you know what? There are way worse things to crave. Yeah, and you it's get those apples. Really happy that it's apples and not like. No, pickles are also healthy. I'm trying to think of something donuts. really fat. Yeah, like I'm not craving like <laughs> frosted jelly filled donuts or like apple pie or apple pie. Yeah, I never like I like apple pie, but like literally just one slice. More than one slice of apple pie is overkill. As is pumpkin pie. More than one slice of like cake pie. Anything, anything is just too just... except homemade cupcakes. Ugh. I can eat multiple of those if they're funfetti uh, um, sauce. What do you call that? Funfetti. The, the sauce? fluffy part. What's the fluffy part of a cupcake? It's not the Frosting? sauce. No, the other part. Fond uh, what it's filling? made of. Filling. No, not filling. The, the batter. The batter. The batter. <laughs> there you go. I don't bake. <laughs> Same. 
I don't know if that comes as any surprise. So, um, Happy New Year. Merry Happy Christmas, New everyone. Year. I would like to thank all of you on my team for not really annoying me with, like, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year text. Oh, I didn't even respond to the group chat not yeah, one time. I think we did. I think we group chatted it and left it there. And that's fine because no one's expected to answer in a group chat. It's, like, welcomed but not required. So, who did it, though? Someone did. I don't think I did. I think it, it was, like... <laughs> That's <laughs> the number I didn't have saved. Oh, <laughs> it might have been Boom. Shout out to Boom. Where's Boom? Is he coming? When is he coming back? We don't know. <sighs> oh my gosh. Good stuff. Good stuff. But we'll still have those videos on Patreon. Exactly. Well, now but it's like a lot less. Yeah, it's it's less work. Um. Wow. I feel like there was conversations about this I didn't know about. Now I want to know more information. What? About him. No, nothing. Well, Prime knew. You just made a face. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, whatever. Now I have to wait two hours to find out. I hate fucking waiting oh. on tea. Um, anywho, so Christmas, New Year's. Tell me about your stuff. Christmas, New Year's. Christmas, I uh, didn't really do jack shit. Didn't leave Koreatown once. Stayed in a hotel. Um, a bit like a vacation type shit? I yeah. mean, a staycation? A staycation with vacation. I want to do that so bad yeah I li we literally stayed a block away from his house and we walked from his house to the place that we stayed at stayed Amazing. in the hotel walked to go get food we you know what i discovered like walking after eating is so nice you just eat a big ass meal and then you walk home and it feels good and it's been really cold lately so then you're like shivering but then you're warming up as you're walking and then you drink a drink and then it doesn't sound fun to me no, I think there's like better you? things I can do. Than and then that. I had the best fucking New Year's like of all time. Well, what we're here to do is talk. So go on. <laughs> just okay, I don't do drugs, everybody. Like it's just I, I'm not like a person who's out here doing drugs all the time. But I. But if you did I, drugs on New Year's Eve, it's like that's completely what I'm saying. Acceptable. So uh, I wild out on one night a year, and it's the first day of the year. So I did all the drugs that I could do on New Year's Eve, and now I'm not going to do any drugs for the rest of the year. It's Sensational. What kind of drugs? I definitely rolled on Molly. Okay. I took a tab of acid. Ooh, these are all things that scare me. I would, I would, <laughs> I would like to try, but I'm too pussy. Go on. And then I did some other substances that I don't think I should talk about online. Nice. <laughs> but it was really fun, and I had like a, a great time. And I stayed out until eight in the morning. Got home at, at 8 in the morning, slept all day, woke up at midnight, 2 a.m., decided, I want Korean barbecue. So then I went to Korean barbecue at 4.30 before work yesterday. Wow. It's actually really nice. See, I didn't do anything. I went to sleep on New Year's Eve. Early? Um, did, you I, watch, did you watch the countdown? or No, it was kind of like weird because St. Croix is actually an hour ahead of New York. So their ball dropped at 11 p.m. New York time, or not ball, but their New Year's happened at 11 p.m. New York time, and what is that? Seven to eight to nine to eight p.m. over here. So that's to say, you know, the the New York ball is on New York time, so that shit didn't drop yet. So we were, you know, it's it's stupid to watch it an hour later when we already celebrated. Um, and I was with <clears throat> my homegirl and her friend, and uh, they didn't have like a sense of urgency to like, I, like for me, like what I'm physically doing as the new year approaches is like my thing, not like for the whole night type of thing, but they didn't have the urgency to like be out and about at that moment. So they were still in the hotel room getting ready. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm staying in. 
Um, so we just like toasted amongst each other with some random island vodka. Nice. And, uh, but I was like, okay with the, de- the decision. Like I had already decided I wasn't going out that night, probably like two hours before because they were going to um, like an island party. And I was like, I think I'm going to be fucking miserable. Everyone here can dance their ass off. And like, that's all they're going to do all night long. And I'm going to be posted up in the corner, texting on my phone, aggravated, counting down the time until we can go home. And we ate all day that day. So I was like the type of fool where it's like you could keep drinking, but it's really not going to do anything but hurt your stomach. And you're never going to really feel drunk, drunk. I haven't been drunk, drunk in so long. I actually got drunk right before, but not like drunk, drunk. But yeah. So like, I don't know. It just didn't seem right. So like I just stayed home that night, but I thought about it and like that. And then another situation that I, I was dealing with or whatever made me feel like. I am now choosing like to just live in my truth and be who I am and not force myself to be out or force myself to do something, even though it's like weird that I don't want to go out on New Year's Eve or it's weird that I don't like being around lots of people at some time or whatever. But like I've I'm proud that I like stood my ground and did that. And I feel like it made me happier than forcing myself out and like trying to not have fun. Do you think, though, that sometimes if you don't want to do something and it makes somebody else, like, do you, how do you feel about, like, the vibe of, like, the whole group? Like, if it was just you and one other person, do you ever feel like, damn, like, if I... I felt responsible for their yeah, fun? Yeah. Yes. And do you, but how do you deal with that? Well, I was just thinking, that's crazy you asked me that. I was just thinking about that in the car ride because I'm, like, I'm not very often in situations where I'm someone's only source of fun okay so that works out very well but I was thinking like what would I do in the future with like a boyfriend because I, I've gone on one vacation with with my a boyfriend and that was in 2012 <clears throat> I went to DR with my ex or boyfriend at the time and by the end of the night like I usually tap out around like nine on days where I'm like out doing stuff all day like I'm not the person that's gonna turn up with you all day and all night like you gotta pick one for me and so by the end of the night, like he wanted to go to the clubs on the resort. And I'm like, I'm all set on that. And I would just go to sleep. And like, I, I'm like, yo, go roam, do whatever. I even told him, I'm like, bro, if you find like a fire ass bitch, go on, just wrap it up, run an island, like oh, we're on vacation. My, oh no my. one's going to know. I what literally don't of- care. <laughs> I love it. I was like, yeah, who gives a shit? We're on vacation. We're You're on never going to see her again. Oh like, just, my God. And I'm, I knew I was being the party pooper and you were probably disappointed about it. So go fucking have fun. I don't give a shit. Um, nice. He didn't do anything though. But or he, so he says. We don't know. So you just went out by himself. Yeah. And I mean, he, you know, he figured it out there it, on a resort. It's always like random white people that want to be your friends. So that's easy to, done. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. That's why I, I tweeted like I need to find like friends that are also on the same wavelength. So like no one gets upset with me <laughs> that I don't want to go out or tries to force me out or feels like I'm being a bitch or anything like that, because it's really not I. I just don't have the capacity to do it. I don't. And I'm not going to like try to force myself anymore. And um, yeah, and I mean, I, I kind of like group trips for that reason. I mean, I don't like more group, people. Yeah, I don't like group trips at all. But if I had to pick one situation, that's way better. Because if I do tap out on something, it's OK, because there's eight other people or however many more. Like when I went to um, my best friend, Victoria. Oh, I got to stop the, my best friend. When I went to Victoria's Bachelorette in 2014, 
there was, I want to say, five of us. And I definitely tapped out one of the nights and the rest of the girls just like all went out and no one was mad at me. That's good. Yeah. And then I have Carol's Bachelorette coming up um, in like three Carol. weeks. Oh my, it's This is like, I can't believe it's like actually happening. Um, her Bachelorette's coming out, maybe even two weeks. And her and I have already had the talk of like, you know, I don't want you to get upset and I'm going to do my absolute best to not be Oscar the Grouch. And I'm like, but being realistic and knowing myself and my limits, I'm going to be probably good all day. And as the night comes and if people start talking about clubbing and stuff, that's when I'm going to get like, and she already told me like, I absolutely understand and I know you and that's all good. Whatever you want to opt out of is completely fine. Like no argument on my side. So it pays to have friends that like know and understand you. So that's like an avoidable situation. So all that to say, my New Year's was pretty uneventful, but the island itself was fucking beautiful. And we went on a boat and it was fun as fuck. And you were high all day? I was high because Cushy Punch hooked up me, hooked me up. Maybe I'm high now. Hooked me up completely. And um, I want to do a giveaway. The thing is, I don't know, like, with laws and stuff, if I can, like, give this away to anyone outside of the state of California. I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> but just the fact that it's going to be on the air, then we're going to put a clip on the lo- online, and then we're going to tag them, and then I don't want Cushy Punch to hit me like, "Yo, we really can't do this because it's illegal." Okay, well, we'll we'll get back to you with some details. Then. Yes. So, but what we're going to do is I have a vape pen, and it might even be two. I haven't really looked, and some cool stickers and some stuff from Cushy Punch um, that I want to give to one of our fans. So what I want you to be doing is following Marissa Explains on Instagram and following Cushy Punch Life, I think, on Instagram. We're going to give more details on our Instagram because this is horrible. Um, And I haven't also decided what the rules of the contest should be. What did I write on this paper that I did? Um, You have to comment under my recent Cushy Punch post. I don't know what I want them to comment, though. Does anyone have an idea? (laughs) (laughs) why i'm so great no just kidding but you can also add that it's not gonna help well why don't you guys tell us your favorite moment on the podcast that we've had okay so then we know that you even listen to the podcast exactly and so and then say it in the comments too so everybody's like looking at marissa's comments and you know there's gonna be oh damn you look so good your podcast is fire what podcast yes you know what let's this is because you know what that's actually really fire especially because i know the people that listen to this are people that like really really fuck with me so it's like I feel like we're all a family that wants to like uplift each other and be like, yeah, y'all not part of the squad. Like y'all got to know about this podcast. Oh. So yeah, why don't you guys do that? You have to be following Cushy Punch Life on Instagram, following Marissa Explains on Instagram. And I would assume you follow me already. That's not a requirement though. I really more care about building up these other pages. And comment on my picture, advertising Cushy Punch and tell us your favorite moment on this podcast. And we will pick a winner and we will send them a Cushy Punch care package. It's, we're still like we said don't know if you have to live in california or not so ideally california people go for it but you know what we're also going to start making merch so maybe we'll send out some merch yeah and if you live in new jersey though i usually go home pretty often so i could probably just bring it to you and that's not really illegal because it's just a gift that i'm giving in the state of new jersey and not shipping across state lines technically i feel like we're reading too much into this yeah Let's just not tell Cushy Bunch that we're doing this. <laughs> but follow them, though. Okay, so whatever. We'll figure it out. Wait. But just leave us some good comments. What were you going to say? 
I said, I want some cushy punch. Yeah, you can have some. I have a whole bunch at my house. Let's get done. <sighs> but yeah, other than my New Year's Eve, Christmas was a snooze. I'm really hating on your whole thing. That's exactly what I want to do. And I think next year, what I really want to do is like just rent a house for like a week and a half mm-hmm. for Christmas and New Year's and like Big Bear and just be with the homies. Wait, you guys, I haven't told this story to like you anybody so left uh-huh. yet. Go for it. But it's so good. Can't wait. Okay, so back to the staycation vacation. Like okay. I said, we stayed at the Line Hotel in Koreatown, which is one of my favorite hotels ever. Why is it a nice hotel? It's not like super like luxurious or anything, but it's just a cool vibe. Like it's all concrete. They have big ass windows. Like there's lots of cool places to eat. They have a fire restaurant. They have drinks. They have music. They have a bar. Like there's just a lot going on there and it's like pretty cool. I have somebody in town that I'm going to go hang out with. What's it called? Lion Hotel? The Line. L-I-N-E. Oh, Line. Okay. So anyways. Go ahead. Obviously, there are these big ass windows, and like, I don't really care if anyone sees me naked. I look fire. So I was like, let's have sex in front of this big ass window. He's in the middle of hitting it from the back, and all of a sudden, he pushes me off the bed and goes, Baby, there's a man outside chopping another dude with the machete. What? What? (laughs) And I haven't even said this story out loud ever because I kind of forgot that it even happened. Yeah. Was, was he like bloody and dying? So he does. So he pushes me off the bed. I'm like, what? Because like, it's like 4:30 in the morning, and so I'm looking outside, and sure enough, there's like a guy holding like this giant pole thing, and we turned out it turned out to be a pipe. It wasn't a machete. Okay. And there's just these two guys, and we're watching them from across the street. And like by this point, I'm like laying on the ground in front of the window. We're like, eat, like it looks like we're like eating popcorn, watching them for like a solid 20 minutes, and they're just like. One's beating one with pole. They're throwing. <laughs> they're throwing bottles at each other. Like huge. Classic. Like like they're just picking them up. They're like brawling in the street. Nice. And uh, a car like pulls up and like gets out. And like they're like these two like gangbangers. Like what the fuck are you guys like, doing? And then there's like a security guard. And like we're just watching. Like what the fuck is going? On? And is this Christmas Eve? Christmas Day? Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. Four thirty in the morning. Not one person in the street. We're in the not middle. Not even Santa Claus. Not even Santa Claus. The wow. reindeer passed us up. Wow. And at the, it was just oh. it was just funny because it's like we're like the only people watching this go down, and also in the middle of having sex, and he just goes, <laughs> "There's there's a guy outside chopping another guy in half with the machete." I feel like only this would happen to you. <laughs> and. And then the next morning we woke up and we never talked about it. But we, but we were like staring at it for so long and it was hilarious. Wow. Are you sure it happened? No, I'm sure it happened. I'm okay. sure it happened. It was just. And then the, the next morning we did, we walked past like where it had happened and we were just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had that. I mean, when That's I was hot. in Paris, I saw some people fighting outside of our tour bus and that was it. Oh, have I ever told the story of how I think I have when I was in seventh grade and I had to go on a trip to Yosemite and then our camp counselor got beheaded. You actually never told this story, but you texted me this story one time, and I said we should talk about it on the podcast, and I feel like you never did. Okay, well, great time to start. So in seventh grade, I believe it was the uh, summer going into seventh, I was a part of a program called People to People, and it was for smart kids with money because it was expensive and hard to get in. And luckily, I was both. And uh, rich, smart. Oh. I wasn't rich. I think I would I would consider us like middle middle class, like not upper or lower, just middle. Um. So yeah, did that. 
and the that year's trip was two weeks long, one week in Yosemite National Park and one week in San Fran, but not staying in the city. There's like some beach reserve over there that you like learn about like wildlife on the beach and shit like that. So we were going to stay there. So we begin our, well, first of all, to even start, which is nothing to the story, but I'm just telling you guys about people to people. We had to like train for like a couple months and like once a month we'd have like a hike with our whole group and our camp counselor, but like in New Jersey. Do you like outdoor activities? I absolutely hate them. I have no idea what Okay, because I was going to say, this sounds like very not Marissa. This, I, I, I look back and I'm like, don't know what made me want to do this. I feel like it must have been my, my dad being like, this is great. I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't hate it, but I would never do it again. So we go to Yosemite. Um, there's another people to people group as well that came from, I want to say Michigan. And we were both there together at the same time. And then there was some counselors that worked at actual Yosemite national park who were part of our group. So we had a successful like five days out of seven, I believe. And then on this, the fifth or sixth day, they called all of us into the rec room, I think, and told us that we have to leave immediately because one of the counselors from Yosemite itself um, that was like one of our designated ones was beheaded in the woods overnight. By who? And the killer was still on the loose. Oh, and hell no. so they had to get us out of there. Definitely and have never heard this story. Before. Yeah, so they got us all up. I don't even think there was time to call our parents and they took us, they got us all in the car. They took us all or whatever we were taking to um, a YMCA. That was like, I guess the midway point between uh, Yosemite and San Fran. And it was like a super sketchy YMCA with like dirty ass bunk beds and shit like that. And they like tried to put a movie on for us to like calm us down. But we're like all little sixth and seventh graders who just found out that someone we knew got fucking murdered. So we all think like the murderers under our beds and shit. Of course. And, what the fuck? Yeah. And <laughs> not even just like a dude got murdered. It's like a dude you got, know that's yeah. supposed to be responsible for you. Got beheaded. Like that's not even like Wait, a so regular what happened? murder. They do, can we well, look it'll, this up? it'll come. Yeah, it's on it's on the internet. Oh my gosh. And then 1992? Um, uh, no, 1999. 1999. I can actually Google it right now. Um, and so they had us call us our parent call our parents from the YMCA. And I remember my mom was like flipping out. And we were all flipping out. And then they transported us to San Fran early. And then we just did that part of the trip, which was hella fire. Because we stayed on like this beach reserve and researched starfish. And we walked across the Golden Gate Bridge as a group. And we all got to spit off the bridge and like test how long it takes to hit the water and shit like that. That shit was fire. The first week, even, even before the beheading, was like literally every day we hiked for long periods of time with like super nature -y, tree men counselors that like lived off pita bread and like ate ants and shit like that and like they wanted us to try ants which was not my bag and How about um, news? wait so why was he beheaded um she she was beheaded she, um oh, she. yosemite beheading 1999 i did not spell beheading properly okay 
Suspect confesses to Yosemite beheading. Motel handyman Carrie Stainer has confessed to the beheading of a naturalist at Yosemite <laughs> National Park. The FBI said an affidavit. The FBI filed in an uh, said an affidavit filed Monday in a federal court in Sacramento. Stainer, 37, was to make an initial court appearance. Da 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 da. In connection with the slaying of Joey Ruth Armstrong, whose decapitated body was discovered Thursday, he was arrested on Saturday and has provided details about the killing of Armstrong, 26, that only police knew about. So that's how they knew it was him. Um, oh, he's been had multiple people. Yeah, he was the <gasps> prime suspect in the murders of three Yosemite sightseers who disappeared in February. Their My bodies God. were found about five weeks later. This gives um, me chills. He caught the attention of park rangers after his sport utility vehicle was seen near hers on a Wednesday night uh, near her residence. An hour after she was last seen there, her body was found nearby. Her head wasn't found until later. FBI agents had questioned him, even searching his backpack for his head, let him go. Blase blah. Um, she failed. Oh, he failed to show up to work at the Cedar Lodge in the next day. But what's um, the motive? There's no motive here. He's crazy. He's he was arrested. At a, he was arrested at a nudist colony. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> they. Yeah, he seems to have just been a murderer. He was also a suspect in the killings of 42 year old Carol. Okay, Sunge, so this is a serial killer. Her 15 year old. Yeah. Yep. So we were near a serial killer. That's cool. And we were staying in cabins, and um, there was like a shower uh, van thing, and not van, like you know, like a thing on wheels. And um, it only had cold water, so we had to take cold showers every day for five days. So, not that I was happy she got beheaded, that's not a thing, but I wasn't mad that we left early. Who found the head? The FBI, we don't know. maybe I don't know, because they said they didn't find her head first. They just found so her they body. just found her dead body. With what no head. the fuck? Yeah. So imagine being in. How old are you when you go in sixth and the seventh? I think eleven. Um, You're eleven. Ninety nine. Yeah, I was eleven. <laughs> so imagine being eleven years old and. <laughs> but what's crazy is like. Did it not really phase you? That no. You no now that I think about it, like the only day it phased me was literally the night in the YMCA. And like, even because, when. Because Marissa didn't want to sleep on one of those dirty <laughs> beds. Yeah. And because I kept saying, like, well, what if he's under our bed? And like, I even knew in the moment I was being extra as fuck. And I wasn't sincerely worried that he was under my bed. I was just like a little creeped out. And literally after that, I, it's never, it's just been like a cool cocktail story. Water cooler story. Like, hey, one time my camp counselor got beheaded when Jesus. I was at camp. <laughs> so, my story beats your machete story. <laughs> this is true. <sighs> and yeah, my, that was, my machete was a fake shetty. <laughs> yeah, and this was a real beheading. I don't know what he used, and he was a serial killer. And thank God that we were unharmed and may that woman rest in peace and those other three victims of his rest in peace and may he rot in peace. What is this? What's your dream trip? Oh, where is that? You wrote it. I know, but where did I write it under? Because I want to like see the... Um, you said... Oh, 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 about St. Croix because I was saying like, you know, it wasn't like the perfect trip and then it made me wonder like, well, what the fuck is the perfect trip to do you, me? Do you like activities? Not particularly but i also notice i get bored if i'm just sitting on the beach for an extended period of time so i don't know what the fuck would satisfy me i feel like i'd have to be with like my best friend to just like talk all day long but like my best friend has to not want to do anything but like just super chill in the sun type shit and like chill more in the sun and then chill some more and maybe drink 
um, or with a guy that I'm like super in love with and we just like chill and talk. But I, I really just want to have a vacation where I'm like in like the most prettiest place ever and I just wake up and lay on the beach all day and then drink and have a good dinner and then go to sleep. And maybe I can like go snorkeling. Nice. Uh, snorkeling is terrible though, because like last time I went snorkeling, I almost drowned and died. I hate snorkeling. Where did you go wrong? Because <laughs> most people don't usually drown and die during snorkeling. You're actually like you at the water surface. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was in Thailand. The water was really choppy. I just remember really having to get saved by a, by like someone had to just jump off the boat and like come and get me. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't sound ideal. I couldn't do it right. <laughs> I kept picturing myself yeah. falling off the boat in St. Croix because Marquita's cousin was the boat driver. That sounds fun. Bruh, he was driving like 100 miles per hour on the water and the water was choppy. So we were hitting shit and like flying in the air and flying back down, flying. And Marquita, you were on, were you on yeah. the boat for my? Yes. So Marquita was the same she one. She made that the was bomb fire potato fire. salad. Oh. She was complaining about Taylor's driving, which definitely wasn't ideal <laughs> to her point. No, but it was he was good. Like, he was okay, still, yeah, on, it wasn't up. horrible. Taylor, I love you. And it was slowish, so it was good to me. And I'm, I'm literally holding onto the boat on Saturday for or whatever day that was, for, for dear life, like hold. And everyone's laughing at me because all these girls are from the island, so they're all like, "Bitch, if you don't fucking relax," and I'm like. I, I have my head down. I'm holding both poles in the middle of the thing. I'm like bracing myself for every fucking bump and wave. And um, to Marquita, that was like a normal boat ride, but it was actually like exhilarating, like a like a roller coaster. But it was literally top five scariest moments. Like, that yeah. What if we capsized? Mm. Okay, that boat thing that we did for your birthday was so fun. We should that do it again fun. just that, for fun. That's the kind of shit that, that I love like doing. That was like the best day ever. That was, I mean, minus the part of where I ended up on the floor throwing <clears> up <throat> Marissa did not even end up on the floor throwing up. She fell into the ocean <laughs> I mean, I didn't up. fall all the way in the ocean. <laughs> Marissa, yes, you did. I mean, all I remember <laughs> is your body on the side and you're like hanging off. You're like, eh. So you see. And then she falls in and has to climb onto Taylor's head. Since I went to hoist her back up <laughs> yeah, yeah, onto yeah. the boat. No, it's because I went to pee and I needed help getting back on the boat. Yes, yeah. this is true. And then you told me, you said, I don't remember if I peed or not, but I need to get out. <laughs> so all that to say, that trip helped me learn my lesson. And I realized oh, too much alcohol in the sun is going to fuck you all the way up. That was up. your fucking birthday. It was, so I deserve cares? it. But I just say all that to say, when I went on the boat this weekend with Marquita, or this week, I don't know what the fuck day it is anymore. This is one of those... This, is, this week is fucked This up. year didn't start yet. This year starts on Monday. But um, when I was on the boat with them, I drank. I I really didn't really drink at all. I think I had like two shots of tequila and then I just sat around. Well, on your birthday, you definitely had five bottles of Hennessy. I would think, I think all, all told, I probably had like three quarters of a bottle of Hennessy to myself. She really did. And then I feel like we had Bel Air on the boat as well. We had Bel Air, we had Frosé, we had Modelo's, we had lots of liquor. It was, there was no shortage of liquor. See, that's the kind of shit that I like. And I like that it was my birthday, so everyone has to do like what I want to do or not want to do. And no one can make me feel guilty for not wanting to do it. Cause like I kind of felt guilty this weekend, like not going to the New Year's Eve party, but they didn't shame me for it. I just felt guilty. Mm -hmm. But on my birthday, I don't feel guilty. You have no, no. It's like your day. Yeah. Nope. I never know what to do for my birthday because one, I like nobody 
has like the funds to do what I want to do, but I also yes. don't have the funds to cover everyone else's ass. Yeah, that's so what like I was just for thinking. my birthday this year, I really want to go to New Orleans, and I can pay for myself to go to New Orleans, and I can stay at the Ace Hotel in New Orleans. Like I save money for that, but none of my friends did. Yeah, and so like I don't want to be there. By myself. Yeah, you can't go alone. <laughs> that's sucky. What about your man? He's broke. Good. Bad good. at the handling finances. That's really good. So that's you're doing well there. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I want to for my birthday. I was just thinking the same shit because for my birthday this year, I just want to. I was supposed to do this on my thirtieth, and I just didn't have the funds. I just want to rent like a fire ass house in L.A., like by the water, maybe Malibu, and then just have all the homies come here. But that includes like my East Coast friends, but also like. I would love to just pay for the house so that I don't have to expect anything of anyone else but a flight. That's me. That's how I feel. Like, I don't feel like on my birthday, like, I want people to I hate having to be like, hey, guys, can you cash at me your $100 for the house? Like, this just for my birthday that I'm making you go to because it's my birthday. That sucks. Especially, like, when you, you know, like, when there's other things going on, too. Like, it just kind of. Yeah, I feel so, like, demanding and it's not fair almost. But, like. Your birthday was expensive, Marissa. It was. Marissa like, had, because Marissa boat. didn't have just a birthday. She had like a birthday week. She I am a Leo. It is what we do. And then she comes to the podcast and she's like, nobody did anything for my birthday. And we're like, bitch. I, I'm still upset about it. I'm just saying for next year, I would like a we're balloon like, or two. We're like, the the $400 worth of balloons will be at the party. Please calm down. You should have taken the balloons from the party and brought it to the podcast. That's all I'm saying. We'll bring Malibu this year. Like, the, like the beach that you just oh. said. You oh, know, no, no, no. This year shit. Marissa like just that. gets we'll like an M. <laughs> why are For those Malibu. Why are those balloon letters so, so expensive? They're I mean, like they're $20 like, each. Well, it depends on the size because I usually buy the nine ninety nine a letter each for like the things I do because I'm not paying $20 a letter for anything. What did we get written? I just remember I being- I think it was like happy birthday, Marissa. Yeah, I was like, why? It was a lot yeah, of I was like, <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Y'all really killed it though. That shit was, that my, was so fun. Was I would say in 2018, my birthday party was probably top three moments of my entire year. It was like top three moments of my entire year. <laughs> it was and then we went so to the strip good. club afterwards. Oh my God, yeah. And we did the boat thing that weekend. And, and like, then I had sex in my car <laughs> and the stage. And then I sat on it. Wow. It was like a really, really good. And yeah, it guys, was just like. We're talking about me the next day driving to the boat party. She goes, Joyce, you're sitting in blinks, blinks, nut. <laughs> me. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> And it was such a good nut. It was really That's my nut that you were sitting in to be nice. <laughs> and then part of his licking out of me. Oh so. my god! Oh my god! I can't really kill myself. Damn. Damn. This is very funny because my supervisor. I just thought, I started. I think I talked about this last time. Started writing for Double XL, and my supervisor just today. I don't know if you call him my supervisor because it's like a weird name. It sounds like a. Sounds like you work at Whole Foods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, does that sound a, that's like, I don't know. But Sounds I don't, like you, you're a truck driver at Whole Foods and my supervisor. I don't think he's my boss because I don't I don't know what you call that. My superior at XXL today was like, yo, shoot me one of your episodes of your podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. This ain't gonna be one of them, bro. As <laughs> <laughs> his nut leaked out of me. Um, oh, my goodness. That's the title. No, I'm just waiting. <laughs> Is not. <laughs> oh, that would be um, questionable at best. 
I was thinking of just using some like a picture from the beheading as like the cover. What the fuck? No, 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 no. not wow. the beheading itself. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> just the forest. She wants I, I was, to put I, a picture sorry, of the beheading no, no, as our no, first no. episode of the year <laughs> no. cover. She's coming for you, bitches, next. <laughs> that wasn't where. Oh wow, that's actually great. And I wasn't, I wasn't going for that. I just meant, I meant me during that time in a tree in the forest at Yosemite. That's what I meant. I have the picture in my head. I just said it wrong. I said it very wrong because I'm thinking and talking at the same time. But yeah, I mean, what do you guys think, right? Me in a forest? Yeah. With a head on. Yeah. With my head. With head. And no one else not with a head. <laughs> and I think, I think I like your title. Coming for you bitches next. Thanks. Oh, shout out to this team. This is a very good team. But yeah, I think we got away from it, but I want, oh, this, whatever, this guy that I'm like talking, speaking to, he has the idea because first we were talking about like things we would like to do. And I'm like, ideally, I would love like a random vacation to like not an island, but like let's fucking pick up and go to Nashville for two days and just like see the city and like come back or whatever. So he's been kind of on it. And then um, so he asked me the day like, well, when can we go? I'm like. Uh, we gotta like really kick it amongst ourselves first before I fucking never go on a trip with, with you. Him? I mean, like here and there, but we like... got somebody in the building. Ooh, hey, Lewis. Don't oh, eat my oh, apples. Oh. Wait, who is this guy? What? <laughs> Not this guy. The guy you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you don't know him. He's just a random guy. And um, so yeah, he was. So we've like kicked it sporadically, but like nothing serious. Like I don't nothing long enough where I know like I actually like you or anything. So he asked me that. I'm like I don't know if I could be around you for more than 24 hours. So once we get there, we'll do that. And then he said like, okay, that's fine. Would you be down to just meet me in a city for dinner and then fly back to wherever you're going? And I'm like that's fire as fuck. And he was like, I'll, he's like I know you fly free, but I'll pay like the ten dollar taxes or whatever for you. And then um, yeah. Nice. I was like, well, oh. shit then. Let's you you pay for my $56 cap from LAX to the, to no, the it's, crib? It's, oh, the cab. Yeah, that's yeah, disgusting. Bitch. I say cab. Y'all catching cab in No, Uber. I had a Uber. $56 Uber <laughs> last night. I was going to say, damn. Yo, I've been spending so much motherfucking money on Uber. A bit, uh, quote, a bitch with a car. Yeah, but okay, so here's the problem is that where my boyfriend lives, which is down the street from my house, there's no parking. Whoa. So it's an Uber. That's, that's why only, I can't live in that area. That's only $3, but it's every day. So it's like I've been spending like $50 a week on Uber. And it's really fucking terrible because I do have a fucking car. Girl, you better buy a bike. I'm her her ride a bike. bike. Are you going to, to his, his house multiple times a day? Because even if you were doing that, like. Three twice a day at six dollars. Yeah, but then we do other stuff. I go out and to like you know, like the other day I went to go get drinks with you. What I paid for the Uber. <laughs> I don't know. I just think I gotta get it out, Kalo. Kalo. This is like the weird awkward Joyce that just popped out. Anyway, hello, Lewis. What's up, Woody? Um, happy New Year. Oh what is happening? God. What are you doing? <laughs> same Joyce. She's losing it. New Year, same Joyce. <laughs> Um, how was your New Year and your Christmas? It was good. It was A1. I ain't gonna lie. My New Year's is fake popping. Am I the only one? What did oh. you do? I had sex. Oh. oh. You brought it in and right. I started off like a boy. Like, were you, like, physically fucking as the ball dropped? Or? No. That would have been better, though. Yeah, no, it was like, early as fuck when the ball dropped still. 
By the way, the, how does that work here? I've never watched. Like, they play it, just it delayed. No, oh, yeah, they it's do. delayed. Yeah. They don't play it until yeah. midnight. That's so shitty. It's it not is. even real. It's, it's not, not even You know what I learned, year. too? Like, on top of the delayed ball, Rock and Eve is, in, is pre-taped. What yeah, I didn't about know the delayed that. Ball? What the hell you know the New York ball that drops? You know, no, that's not really in, the, Times, in Square. Times Square where oh, they count okay. down. It's like, happy new year. Uh-huh. We that's don't why really... Fabulous made the song ball drop because of that, that shit ball dropping. Uh, new, new Year's, like a new year in Times Square. It's not really that bit much of no, a deal for us. We're a bang nigga. I ain't never just dropped been in New well, York. You know, we are from years. East Coast, yeah. so we <laughs> we're accustomed to, to us, that that's like the thing. Yeah. I think for, for me, I only really know that like the ball drop is a thing because like when I was like a little kid, little kid, I didn't really do anything on you know New Year's Eve. I'd just be home with my parents and like I'd want to watch it on TV because it was on. But I really don't think I've like watched the ball drop since I was like seven. I probably haven't watched it drop since like high school when we're like still kind of in the crib, like 10th grade and we're like watching it, but we're like having a gathering. But other than that, I mean, I'm never really like in town on New Year's or near a television. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like at the crib. I'm like out. Uh, what I do? Last I'm time? usually in church when mm-hmm. the ball drops, so I miss that. And really? Yeah. Oh, you go to hell. church on New Year's? Yeah, that was our, that was my um. What do you call that shit we do it every year? A tradition. 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 <laughs> I was going to say my ritual. I'm losing it today. That was my tradition for years with Victoria. Her parents um, own a church. They are like the pastors and stuff like that. And so we would go to their church. And before that, me and her sisters, we would do hibachi dinner. And then we go to church. And then we would go home. And that's the greatest New Year's to me. But So why, why you wasn't feeling your New Year's then? Oh, I was in St. Croix. And the girls, I was like, because I'm very like adamant about like, when the ball drops, we're supposed to be like out partying and like having fun. But like mm-hmm. the girls were like, the party's all night long. We could still be getting ready when the ball drops. We were just still in the hotel room when the ball uh, dropped. And I was like, eh. uh, and I had already committed to not going out that night. So I actually just stayed in while they went out and mm-hmm. I just slept by myself. My Molly That's hit good. when the it ball dropped. Yeah. Your, your Molly hit? My So we had taken the Molly like before we got, we were at a house really party. Man, you going to start out the new year high? <laughs> I was on so <laughs> that should mean that she's gonna feel good all year, probably. Right. I felt great. Normally, after I do Molly, like I, I feel like really down. But because we had done like a bunch of other stuff, it kind of I guess like evened it out. But I just remember we were like at a small like house gathering. We had taken the Molly. We were on our way to go to like a bar, and when we got to the bar, there was a long ass line. And I just looked at the people that we were with, and I was like, "We're not gonna get in." And like my heart's like racing because I'm like roll, like I'm about to start rolling. So I go and I pop a squat. Is that what Kodak meant when he said I can't even roll in peace? Uh, he's on Molly? I don't know. I think so. Go on. We don't know. So I go to the back of the bar. I'm trying to like pop a squat. And I see that there's a back door to the bar. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to fucking do this. So, I, so I, I try to like open it. It opens just a little crack. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. So then I went to the front and I grabbed like 15 random people. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's all go. Let's all go. Let's all. I'm like about to roll so hard. So I just grab... All these people, and we just sneak the fuck in. We get in, and it's like eight minutes before the midnight. And then it, I started rolling. So, so what hard. does it mean to roll? What does it mean to roll? Like, how do you feel? What does it do? What you just feel like rolling? really, really happy. 
Um, oh, so people still say that? Like, is you rolling? <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I might be. Oh, is that what the song is about, too? Shit, I think. Well, okay, She's so talking about rolling. I thought he just meant, like, are you coming with me? Nah. Uh, yeah, maybe I am. I don't, <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know. What is that song about? No, I think you're, I think I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So my text from New Year's to my friend, who was also rolling, I texted him saying, We, late. <laughs> we are. Rolling so hard, think I'm a marshmallow. He said, Me too, sent me hearts. I said, Come to the hip hop room, need a hug, did more Molly. Boyfriend went to get water, need doggy pile hug, come where you at? <laughs> you just feel did you so get your good. Hug? Yeah, you just feel good. You just want to hug everybody. You like want to give like your best friends like the biggest hug in the world. Like, when we got back into the car, Uber back to the crib, like we all were like in a big doggy pile hug. And I don't really like like touching people you like didn't that. Get no dick on New Year's. I did. I fucked the Is shit out of my boyfriend. Oh, okay. That <laughs> shit don't even count then. But like we were all like right. Boyfriends don't count. <laughs> right. uh, it's like built-in dick. It just felt good because like we were like with the we were like with good people and we were like all just so You're happy. You're making me want to try Molly. And then, and then they like, you know, everybody's like, like, oh my God, I fuck with you so hard. And people like start to like express themselves. I mean, I express myself um, when I was drunk on the boat. I told all of you guys why I love no, you exactly. It's it's But you just, it's like, you just feel so elated and like nothing matters. That's how I feel Sweet. on Cushy Punch edibles. See, drugs don't make sense to me because the shit people say, I'm like that every goddamn day. <laughs> like, you're like, like you gonna say what you thinking? I say that shit every day. See, I don't do drugs except for one night of the year, so that was my one night, and it felt great. Really? And then I'm done. They talk about I make you so horny. I'll be ready to fuck sober. Yeah, that fight oh. whatever whatever comes to me, I'm ready for it. Right yeah, now. but I'm like more horny on like on like a drug or an alcohol. You're not really substance. supposed to have sex on Molly. Really. Well, because it, like, feels so good that, like, it ruins sex, like, when you're not on Molly. Really? <laughs> you probably be like, oh, don't be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. Oh, you're like, shit. oh, my God. Wow. Here I come. Joyce, you're, like, literally selling Molly to me. Like, th this sounds like the greatest experience in life. The thing is. What is the down? Tell me the downsides. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you the downsides. So, but the three times that I've done Molly before this, I wouldn't say... I've, I'll also say, like, I felt amazing, but I also cried a lot because it makes you feel everything really hard. And oh, you no, have to you. do it with, like, people that you, like, you know, like, feel good around. And even if you don't like those people, like, you'll like them in that moment if they're doing it, too. Because, like, you literally will start crying and someone will hug you and be like, it's okay. And, like, that hug will feel like the best oh. hug you've ever had. <laughs> and, like, you kind of just, like, reach, like... Like you peek in like your thoughts about certain things, and you can kind of reach like different realizations. But is see, that's what happens to me when I take an edible. Uh, so. They are I'm like niggas and a baby taking hella pills, and niggas don't be hugging each other. <laughs> <laughs> that might be some shit you feel. <laughs> Molly's Get like your a ass shot, fucking with the wrong pill. <laughs> um, it's the next step. No, it, Molly's are like ten times like. No. It, no, it actually depends. There's like, it's like MDMA and it's how it's the form that you're taking it in. I think uh, that Molly's not as pure, but like MDMA is like a lot more pure. And then when you start taking like, e, it's like, it's just a different form of it. It's a yeah. different shit. Yeah. There's like different levels to it. Well, there's niggas, levels to it. <laughs> so niggas need to start taking Molly's instead of e-pills. Well, I think they should just take edibles personally Bye. because that. Yeah. What you're describing is what I feel when I take the edibles. Me too, but it's a different feeling. Like you just gotta do it once. Like that's. A, like, I think. I, I mean, you're literally telling me I should try drugs. I feel mm. like. like What's that pink dolphin shit? Oh yeah, 
that's a thing too. I heard Plaid said that shit on the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Not not to be confused with the clothing brand, but yeah. I don't know. That's another thing. Nigga be pink dolphin out. Nigga had pink dolphin <laughs> on and pop a pink dolphin. Honestly, talking Nigga about- Nigga might turn into sure. a dolphin. Okay, and then the last thing when you do Molly, that's like crazy. And like the first time that I did Molly was like when I was at Coachella, like 2012 maybe. Like, Were you like four? No, I was <laughs> 16. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> but you get this like. I was at the same Coachella as the Pac year, right? Maybe it was 2013. No. It was 2013. Mm, you get five. this. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, ew. <laughs> ew, I just touched the thing with my mouth. Nice. Nasty. Um, you like feel music like in your bones. I'm gonna go find. <laughs> I'm I'm really good at journaling, and I have a journal yeah. entry of me rolling for the first time. I also have a journal entry of me doing shrooms for the first time. Both the funniest stories I've ever read. But I'm the Molly one, I'm like, the Molly one, like you just you, you feel music, like you are music, you and like you a lot of feel it like life. flowing through your body, and like you're just like yeah. Yeah, like, the, like it's crazy. And when you don't have rhythm in real life, but you'll get rhythm when you're on Molly, like, it's insane. That's me. No, nah, you drunk. probably think you on rhythm, but yeah. your ass ain't. You, you probably get it. Them. No, like, you literally get in sync with it. Like, I don't understand what it is. I like music when I'm high, too. Like, one time I got really high and I turned on, like, an 80s playlist. And then I drove through Van Nuys because at night it still looks very 80s. And I, I like, imagined that I was in the 80s in the moment. <laughs> and I had the time of my fucking life. Like, I, it was me by myself just driving That's through Van Nuys funny. for no reason. And it was, like, 11 p.m. on a Thursday. <laughs> now that's a hell of a feeling. <laughs> now, if motherfucker, if everybody had a story like that, I'll be like, let me try this shit. Yeah. So, what do you guys oh, think went down at Drake's uh, New Year's Eve? Like, what do celebrities do on New Year's Eve? Like, do you think they're actually having fun, or is it just? I mean, celebrities are like people. normal people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like I've been to a party with Drake at Delilah before, and it was fun. Do people You're, get like ratchet? No. I mean, the random groupie bitches will be like twerking on the artist or something. But other than that, it's just a bunch of rich people in a room that used to be regular as fuck Mm -hmm. and drinking. (laughs) And they're still basic as fuck on the inside. Oh, mamas. Like Drake is still like a bitch on the inside. A lot of celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. I seen um, (laughs) Guap Dad tweeting about shit the other day, like just saying how a lot of rich people our, this is our daily guap yeah, dad mention here, for Here's the one mention for the week. Here we are. Um, something about how rich people are like clowns because they never were like a real one to begin with and they just got money. So it's just, you're still a clown. Just That's facts. Money. That's facts. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm sure Delilah was popping. I want to know what B&J's party was like. I'm kind of mad that I wasn't here to try to, I mean, I know I wouldn't have even remotely gotten close to Beyonce and Jay-Z's party. <laughs> But there's a 50-50 chance I would have finessed my way into, Deli- into Deli- Delilah with Drake and them. I feel like that's where Guap went. I'm not 100% sure, but it seems likely. So that, so I was in some ass. I wasn't worried about no motherfucker. You were in the Bay? No, nah, I was out here. Oh. Did I you? didn't worry about no motherfucking celebrity, none of that shit. Me neither. I literally had... Oh, this is another thing that I've been trying to work really hard on is just having no expectations and just really going with the flow. Because I tried to do that too. I had no expectation, but relaxing, and it still didn't. I don't know what happened. And I had no expectation, but happiness for Christmas, and I was bored out of my fucking mind. I I just chilled. 
I chilled. And what I don't like to do is like stay home and do nothing. But I was just like, fuck it. We're staying home and it seems like we're doing nothing. I'm just going to go with it. Oh, no, I'm hungry. Let's walk and go get food. And then I like, just, it just. It yeah, just, but it's easier to do all that when you have a man with you. That's true. Like when you're just home by yourself, shit is ass. Although I enjoy being home by myself. She loves being I home like by being myself. at the house. I literally I'm like a choose it owner. over every same. That is me. Motherfucker, you think because I know hella people, I be with people. I be to the necklace for sure. I don't know what that means, but it's, <laughs> uh, that is, I be, I be forgetting that necklace. That's another term. Well, we even to the neck, that. I don't even know what that yeah. means either. What does that mean? By yourself. Okay. Why? You me? Why is to the neck by yourself? How I don't know. We just so wait, how do you, in what we context do you say it? I just be, be like, you know, when we like growing up, you used to be like, Say if your mama and daddy leaving some shit, you be like, boy, I got house to the neck. Like, you feel me? Where's some hoes at? Oh. I got house to the neck. In LA, you say, I got the I got the O plow. The O plow? The O plow. What is what is that even? What's that sound like? The open pad, the OP, but you call it the O plow. Oh, we would just say we got the open crib. Yeah, we have open crib. Open crib. Mom's out of town. Pull up. Yeah. Say, I got the O-plow, come through. Wow, just the other night, December 28th was like the a bazillion year anniversary of my one open crib night in ninth grade, mm-hmm. and it was epic. What'd you do? I had a sleepover, and my whole crew came, and then we invited all the different cliques of boys that we hung out with, so they came through in like different groups at different times, <laughs> and we stayed up all night long, and... Y'all was fucking... No, no, we were in ninth grade. I was fucking in You know what? Grade. I had just lost my virginity like four days before that. You're right. Yeah, I'm like, y'all tripping. Yeah, I lost my virginity like the day before Christmas Eve or some shit like that with a guy named Redman. He's dead now. R.I.P. Redman. We were talking yeah. about that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of death on this episode today. Right. But you know what? It's because we're killing our old Rebirth. <laughs> Rebirth. <laughs> we talked about Drake like for a second, but okay, there's been bring a lot it back. of- Great, Drake. great segueing there, Joyce. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so all the Drake, Kanye, all that bullshit. Drake is a cornball. That nigga's a mega cornball. Do you think he's a cornball? He, he got some points with me getting cool. No, no, cool okay, okay. Again, we we so already know that the part. Now. But, I mean, like, Kanye the whole Kanye also being like, retarded. you followed oh, my, you followed my wife in September, and that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, Kanye's off his rocker. That design he did for Kim's um, party, fire as fuck, though. It looked like the Lorax. Mad cool. I commented on that. I said, your husband is apeshit crazy, but this is fire. Um, Yeah, I mean, Kanye, like, what? Them niggas is, Drake and Kanye is nerds to me. So, I, let me not say that like, about no, Drake. No, you're right. It's like two nerds Drake. beefing with each other. It's people. I don't think I don't that know. they're really beefing, though. Like, I, I don't think Drake, Drake really gives a fuck. He got I feel points like- with me with me. Oh, no. It I, might be some shit in him. He'd be around some real niggas, too. Who, Like Drake? Jay Prince and all the Yeah, people. he's around them, but he's not one. That's why I don't... Yeah, see. And, like, they just... He keeps them around because he needs to be protected, and... Yeah, this I mean, shit could be business. He's a cornball, but he's talented and stuff. Someone hit me, like, on Instagram the other day, actually like a really, really long message, and they were saying that they, like, fell into a Instagram wormhole because, um... He was like looking into the Kanye and Drake beef or whatever and just seeing like what celebrities follow Drake and who doesn't. 
and he said he discovered that like a lot of celebrities he would think would follow Drake, like Amber Rose, or not that I'm a celebrity, or me, or like other people don't actually follow Drake. And he asked me, is there like a general consensus in the industry about like, is there a reason why most people don't fuck with Drake? And I said, me personally, I don't know Drake, so I don't follow him because I don't give a fuck about what he does. Guy makes good music though. I don't really listen. I look talented. at people, I look at like a lot of people in the industry as like, <laughs> If I knew them outside of what they do for a living, so mm-hmm. it's like I would, I me growing up, I would have never followed a nigga like Drake. Yeah, Drake so why is, the fuck would I follow him now? Because he more popular, right? And like, I don't care. I mean, I'm gonna see your shit reposted on the Shade Room anyway, and I follow the Shade Room, so I'm like all set on that. Like, I don't, I don't like following. Well, I'm that's another thing in this day and age, like, like following no someone, like what does that really mean? Like it's so annoying to me when like the shade room posts like, whoop, blah, 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 isn't following blah, blah, blah. I anymore. mean, like it doesn't mean anything, but it does because no, it doesn't necessarily, it's not a representation of like your day to day real life interactions, but at the same time, like you're making a statement by unfollowing them. It means you don't want to see them on your timeline. So you were purposely... Do, being petty or choosing not to look at them or see them, and yeah, it's a reason it why means something. Not yeah, like so, or following you. I mean, like Drake. I'm assuming that was that's either to be petty or I mean, Kim looks fucking good. I'd want to look at her too. I follow Kim, and I'm not even a big fan of Kim, but I just like looking at her. I don't her. Even follow Kim. Kardashian. I don't follow Kim. Kardashian. I follow. I I I like play with it because I get like annoyed at myself for like following sometimes. <laughs> So I think Chloe has been my only steady follow. Oh, she's like the most annoying one. Yeah. And is she turning into a plastic? <laughs> oh no, yeah, she's killing me lately. She looks Chloe. terrible. She's, she's she's killing me. Her style has always been the worst at all. She was from the jump though. Yeah. She was, and she then she lost weight. She was one cupcake away from she being fat. She looked good when she was with Lamar. Like nah, right after, <laughs> right after when she was with Lamar, she was she looked good. She looked good when she first got with French. That's when she, she started slimming like a down. Third grade teacher. I think what's happening is like she just doesn't have that like traditional European beauty of her sisters, and it's just really starting. Like she's been strong about it for so long. And it's just getting to her now even more that her man is like cheating on her with. She looks like she's trying to like be that. an IG thought. Yeah, like she's trying to compete with them, but like that's just not how you look. Like with it's the not fucking you. wigs and the blonde and the outfits. She's I really just like doing, her though. She this she's being weird and like her captions are weird. Like I feel like she's trying to be something she really, really, really. All is them bitches not. trying to be something they not. But it's yeah. really sad. <laughs> you you look so would, like sincere when you said that. Yeah, <laughs> like these no, no, motherfuckers no. are not cool. Like, of course not. They grew of up with some not. fucking nerds and got some internet shit and figured that out and became Bye. cool. <laughs> I don't know. You can be the coolest motherfucker right now. If you wasn't cool growing up, I don't still, I can't get over it. The fucking nerd forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except girls, though. Girls get it passed because girls be ugly with their kids because they ain't get their little period and shit. And that girl would be bad. Oh, this bitch bad. <laughs> But for guys, if your ass is a reject younger, you're a reject That's now. true. I kind of feel like that. What changed? Yeah. It's also, it's really interesting to see, like, people from your high school that were, like, nerds, and now they're, like, married to, like, other nerds that were in your high school. <laughs> but, like, they seemingly have a pretty functional family life and, like, kids and shit. And I'm like, wow. I mean, you guys are probably, like, nerdy together, yeah. but you got, you're doing more than I'm doing because yeah. I'm not married to doing shit. See, this I'm is cool with people just being nerds, yeah, but don't like, be nerds and then try to and like, try to be some shit. Be cool. Yeah, you wasn't. See, 
growing up my whole life, I thought my dad, you know, like he's your dad. Like you think he's cool. And then when I got a lot older, I was like, my dad was a fucking nerd and he's still a fucking nerd. This guy fucking rides razor scooters from the parking lot to his office and wears sketchers and has clip on sunglasses. I'm like, he's a nerd for sure. My dad is so not cool. I don't know why I ever had this thought. My dad used to be like, Dumbass cool and like he looked just like John Travolta and he like had a crew and they like did crew <laughs> shit together and like he pulled my mom at a party when she was there with another man. He like Oh yeah, that's a boy. So your daddy yeah, was a boy. Yeah, your yeah. daddy like my daddy. My daddy was a motherfucking boy. But now my dad's fat and gray, so <laughs> and he literally just texted me a photo and said, Damn, am I getting gray? And then I told him he looks like that scene in the Santa Claus and he said, Ugh. Hey, you know you ain't you the you know what I'm saying you that oh he's saucy OG though know? you got the blares in your tomo that's literally all he wears oh yeah he got one yeah and then he like he does the sweater around his shoulders sometimes because it be bunk too when like you're an OG <laughs> and you trying to still live in that little young yeah, shit oh like, no that's I'm not the, Glenn Glenn gave that shit up a long time you gotta ago. give it up man I met Guap Dad's father this week mm-hmm. or last week at some mm-hmm. point and you can tell his dad is definitely one of the dads that like was never really like a dad dad and just like the homie that mm-hmm. was that gave birth well helped give birth to you i guess mm-hmm. but he's exactly like guap dad and he wears a do-rag just like guap too and they both came in with the shiny daddy blue wearing do-rag. a do-rag yeah they get they came in with shiny blue do-rag. oh hell no nah, i'd have roasted both of them <laughs> yeah but it's like cute because the dad is just like paying homage to the son or what is it oh homage homage but you liked oh, oh that's saucy. I see what you're going with it. I'm thinking yeah. it's like on some. No, I don't like think he's like an OG trying to be, trying to be like. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so. I, I don't. But he's also still young. Uh, his dad is 43. Oh, that's young. That's well, young as hell, right? Yeah, yeah. shit. Two chains, 43. And 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 Guap and Guap is 25, 26. Uh-huh. So wait, what's that math? 26 to 36. 10. 10. No, I know. I'm going past 36 now. I'm going to 43. So 36 is 37, 37, 38, 38, 39, 39, 40, 40, 41, 41, 42, 42. So he was 17 when he had guap. Oh, that's normal. Yeah, that's regular. Yeah. That does yeah. not sound as exciting as it sounded before I said that. <laughs> it did. It, yeah. He was nine years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think his mom was like 15, though, or some shit like that. That's young. But my parents were old. <laughs> I think they were like 26 and 28 or something oh, like that. Oh, mom was older. Yeah, I'm a one. I was playing. Oh, yeah, I was My playing mom too. and dad was shooting for a boy how, and they got me. So how, I, this shit ain't accident. I'm really one of them niggas. How old were you when they, I mean, how old were they when they had you? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> how old were your parents? 32, my mom. Uh, I don't know my finna guess. Were you older or younger? I mean, and your siblings like. Oh, I'm the oldest, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. So you were the first. Yeah. And they started at 32. Well, that gives me yeah. hope. Yeah. Why would you like a half sibling somewhere? No, like they had issues, oh. so that's why it was a little bit later too. Okay. So yeah, my mom had me when she was twenty nine. I felt like that's pretty normal. That's a good age. Yeah, that's a good age. That's and that I ain't thought, normal. That's great. Yeah. yeah, a lot of black families, we niggas' mamas was like eighteen for sure, nineteen. Twenty <laughs> nine's good. I don't See, have I'm a kid at twenty nine. So, how how old? How much older are your siblings? Shit, my oldest sibling like thirty three, some shit like that. And you're how old? Twenty four. Mm-hmm. My mom was 15 when her youngest brother was born. That's kind of gross that your parents are still fucking. With you. <laughs> <laughs> That's A1. Yeah. I know my mom and daddy fucking right now for sure. Oh, my, my daddy a boy. My yeah. mama be on my daddy. 
I wonder if my. Ew, I don't. <laughs> why am I even saying that out loud? That's disgusting. I don't want them to have sex. Next. Your parents are still together. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. Uh, that's fire. Does that like sudden? Do you want to like be super married and like live Hell that yeah. life? Yeah, I'm trying to do that same shit. I'm trying to get married, all this shit. What yeah. about the bitch you fucked on New Year's Eve? Does she qualify for that? Nah, this shit How about you? No. Mm-mm. That was a one and done? Nah, it ain't one and done, but. You shit. be fucking her sometimes? We got to be locked in to get married. Was we- that your first time fucking her? Hey, we talking too much about <laughs> this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut this shit down. <laughs> He's like, thank you. Let's talk about marriage. (laughs) Listen, we was. You skated. (laughs) Well, let's talk about what else we have Let's talk about marriage. You know what's annoying? What? How everybody... (laughs) Wow, Joyce, you're really trying this whole... whole No, you know, this is actually annoying. So you know how Cassie, like, has a new boyfriend or whatever? Yes. Everybody in the comments is like, good for her. Like, she's finally getting treated the way that she should be treated. But it, it, it makes it out to be, like women like are supposed to get married that's true who or knows like, if she was okay with like, or she even she wanted to, to get married, married. Yeah. and then mm-hmm. they're like and all the comments are like thank god she finally found her herself a man who'll treat her right but it's like you know their relationship was pretty solid like you know and like yeah, we really like honestly don't know they Who's? have like diddy and, diddy cassie. and cassie oh they, they had together like, come on bruh i don't be knowing okay about so here's the tea here's so the they tea. they broke up around november time or whatever there was just rumors online that they had broken up they were together for long ass time. yeah maybe yeah. even maybe even october they were dating for 11 years there was rumors they broke up then when kim porter passed away mm-hmm. they like reunited and that was like a story like duty and cassie reunite in wake of kim porter's passing blah 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 but, but it was like they're it, friends like obviously yeah he's, i mean they've been together for 11 she's years she's gonna like be with him that yeah. doesn't mean that like she was with him so it clearly didn't because then on uh, the Christmas. day before New Year's Eve or oh, Christmas, one of those days, Cassie posted up a photo with a new boyfriend, some like European looking dude. And it turns out he was one of Diddy's personal trainers that he hired to train. Whoa. Her. Oh, hell no. But and she, it's like, yeah. yeah, but I mean, if they were, if her and Diddy were already falling apart and then like this guy was here and he was treating her right, like it's not that wrong. Also, to be clear. Diddy didn't know this man and hire him himself or anything like that. Diddy had his own personal trainer. I want to say his name was Jamal. And then Jamal realized he can't train Diddy and his kids and his friends and his girl. So Jamal brought in a team of more trainers. And the dude, Alex Fine, I believe is, is the new boyfriend's name. Then Diddy was like, all right, you go to Cassie. So Cass, this will be your trainer. Mm-hmm. And then that happened. So it's not as grimy. <laughs> oh, no. Marissa's eating an apple. I know her ass was trying to get married to Diddy, though. Why, though? How that do you nigga know? got cheese. Bitch is trying to marry him, for sure. Because, mm. you know, when you marry somebody, you know, nine times out of ten, they get finessed. She, tries, she probably was trying to get them chicken McNuggets from her. I mean, not necessarily, because she was getting enough chicken McNuggets over the 11 years with him. For sure. He's already paying for her. and I just think it's like, I don't know. It's like cute that like people are like, yeah, girl, like go get that man. But then also it's like, thank God. You, like Everybody's making it out to be like, ha, like you didn't get wife by the last guy. At least it, at least it'll happen now type of thing. But it's like, maybe she don't want to get married. I don't know. We never know. But it's, she was it's, trying to get married. It's the whole idea, though, that like. I don't we, let that shit It's just the whole you. idea that like women are like supposed to get married. They're like not that supposed narrative. to, but it's a narrative that like we're given that like you know it is weird though if you think about it that that really is just the narrative that's been pushed onto us by society and then like we find ourselves thinking someone is weird because they're not married or thinking mm-hmm. that they're not happy because they're not married but we don't really know because that's not actually just because society says it's 
it's so doesn't mean it's a thing. Happiness is not marriage for sure. For real, yeah. It's some depressed It could be completely. <laughs> Imagine someone wanting to like not be married to you, but be with you for eleven years. It's like they're with you because they want to be with you, not because you are you have children together, not because you signed a paper saying that you have to That's get true. married. You know that they're, they're just there by choice and nothing. They're more. here by choice for eleven freaking years, and you have no kids together. They just want to be by your side. That's just, I can't trust nobody like that. Though. <laughs> Bitch, you want to be with me eleven years, and you ain't got no goal. Maybe you don't need a goal. Just love and no, be loved. No. I was about to say, why does marriage have to be the goal? Why I can't marriage they don't is my goal? Let goal, me but keep that clear. But... To anything. <laughs> but you know that brings up a good point because that's how I low key don't want to get married. Mm-hmm. Like really, I don't. I do. Like it's there's a part of me that wants to obviously for the sake of the union because society says because you know you want to break the curse from broken you know your broken family that you come from. Yes, yeah, me. But because I do come from a broken family and it doesn't it's not just my mother and father it's their parents my aunt you know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't want to get a divorce and I know you know what I mean. But saying, you shouldn't marry anybody that you question. But you never but, know. But you don't know. You don't know. You, you don't know because you, you get on the freeway I, your ass so I, get said a car this, I said this shit on on New Year's. I was talking about kids. I was like, my kids are going to, I bounced around as a child. Mm -hmm. I I don't, I'm not friends with the kids I was in kindergarten. I don't know them anymore. You know what I mean? I'm like, my kids are going to stay in the same fucking school. Yeah. My my, my people's around me talking about, you don't know that. It goes the same for marriage. You don't know if you're going to get divorced or not. So my thing is, I'd rather, listen, let's just be engaged for life. You know, nah. be life part or be life partners. I like the whole it's idea of having a life partner. Girlfriends. You've been having a girlfriend for Man, 10 years. Look at girl fucking yeah. Oprah and Stedman. I don't Oprah know. got too much cheese to be fucking around oh, with these niggas. Man. So I understand. I'm Oprah. too jaded by Bitch, society. If you ain't Oprah, nah. I think you better Will and Jada lock some right. in. I think, nah, I think Will and Jada have the right idea. I listen, like, I don't know. They're not married. They're, they're, no, they no, are no, married, no. but they, they have an open marriage. They're married, but they have an open marriage that they're starting to talk about. But, like, if you listen to their podcast where, like, they really break it down, they just talk about, like, they're never getting a divorce. They make it very clear. He said, like, we're never breaking up. We can break up but still live in the same house. He's like, I'll just sleep down there and you'll be up there. But we're still going to talk every day and you're still going to be my best friend even if we're broken up. And we're still going to be married. And I think one thing about marriage, too, it, like, is you, you, like, you won't give up as quick. You know what I'm saying? Like. You look at divorce. Divorce ain't like breaking up with your girlfriend and shit. Like you know, that's motherfuckers want a boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, so think, I, all right, I'm yeah. done with you. But when you marry, you damn near got to figure something out. And do you figure it out? Well, not everybody figures it out, but for the most part, you put I that mean, extra effort to it because you know it's bigger than just. But some I feel like the extra effort because it commitment. is the marriage. Me, where I'm coming from, the love is gonna be there regardless. Mm-hmm. So I'm still gonna have the extra effort. You know what I mean? Even if I'm not married and don't want to get a divorce. I mean, on top of nah, that, though, like. You, even in a relationship, you're still going to think about maybe not wanting to break up, though, because if y'all live together, right. just the difficulty of, like, splitting all your assets and finding a new home and then splitting y'all friends. Who goes with you? Who goes with the boyfriend or whatever? Like, and, you know, do, are you going to be okay if some people stay friends with both of y'all? Like, there's, like, so many It's hella shit. You got to think about a lot of shit. It. It's yeah. a lot of shit. But you think even, about your kids, hella shit. But oh. that's even boyfriend and girlfriend shit right now. Think about, think about like, my sister, she got a baby daddy and everything. She got to think about if she leave the state... She's taking the kids away from their grandmother, you know, his father, mm-hmm. you know, all that shit. So yeah, it's, it, a lot. it's a lot of shit. You're going to think about it, like she said, regardless of being fucking married. But nine times out of ten, I fuck a lot of baby mamas. 
You know what I'm saying? I will, I will fuck a nigga baby mama with the quickness. Oh, I'm not going to fuck a nigga wife. Okay, wife, I, I was waiting a, for the tie-in. I was like, and <laughs> where we going? Wife is another step from baby mama. Yeah, I don't fuck with Ann. You fuck with somebody wife. You really, that's like fuck with somebody mama. Yeah. You fuck with a nigga baby mama. All right, nigga, whatever. Hmm. She gonna, nigga, all right, if you love her that much, then nigga, be with her then, nigga. If yeah. not, I'm finna fuck with her. Mm. So it's levels. It's it's a lot of sh- it's a lot of shit. It's case by case that, and, you know, and scenarios too. Yeah, it's like got, not having a last name, nigga. I want my last name to be Belt, nigga, because it means something, nigga. I just don't want to know last name, nigga. That's weak. Nigga. I got know so what lucky. I stand for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can change my last name. I'm only gonna change my last I'm name. I'm putting that dash on that. I'm hyphenating the <laughs> okay. fuck out of my shit. Mendez, whatever name. the fuck. Mendez. I respect that. What's Quavo's last name? I don't Are know you why I'm hella <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is his name nah, anyway? Quavarius. Quavarius. Quavadius. Quavadius or some shit? Repug. Anyway, I was going to say, <laughs> I got lucky in my breakup with Smoke in 2012, 2013, because all, I mean, we lived together technically, but I also had an apartment in North Jersey because I had to be in North Jersey three days a week to work and then the other four hours with him. So I already had a place to like put all my shit in. I didn't have to like find a new place or whatever. And all the shit I had at his crib, I mostly just like let them keep any of the little furniture pieces I had. I had a TV, I had a bed frame. I had a mattress, I think, upstairs in the attic and like a dresser. I just let them keep all that shit. (laughs) I took all my clothes with me the day I left and my dad went back and got all my like random shit. And then like we had no, it was so annoying that like his work schedule and mine made it like we only could like spend time with each other but there really wasn't any time for me to bring him to like one of my friends functions or vice versa like he met my friends peer like I think he only met Carol maybe once and he met Victoria well he knew Victoria before he knew me actually but all that to say like we didn't really have any mixed friends at all so when we broke up it was oh, like it was all right your friends are your friends my friends are my yeah. friends and I'll talk to you and like he <laughs> was all the way down in Philly and I was up in North Jersey in New York so like never ran into him ever again and he never came on my timeline due to like a third party or whatever Mm. like that was the easiest I mean I cried for six months but the easiest breakup like as far as not having to have shit thrown in your face yeah Yeah. and like I've gone through way worse after that with people that I wasn't even really with that that (laughs) accident like the accidental run-in like terrified thank god like my ex and I like don't I mean, it's awkward because we do like know people that are the same and I see people like post him on Instagram and stuff and like, you know, people post his music, whatever. Like that, even that kind of bothers me a little bit. But if I like ran into him like in person and there's been a lot of times over the past like two years that like, I'm like, oh my God, he's totally going to be at that event. He wasn't at that event. Like, I don't know why we just never run into each other. But if I saw him, I, I, I would like, I think be in shock. Like I just stand there and be like, that's crazy. Ugh. I never experienced no shit like oh, that. Oh, it's like, the worst fucking. Especially if he was with his girl and I wasn't yeah. with my man, I'd be like, Ugh. I hate it. I mean, the dude I talked about a couple weeks ago that I blocked after I went to see him and uh, it was all horrible. Blah, blah blah. I actually had to contact him today because you had to. Yeah, someone hit me. That's someone important to me. Hit me and asked for his contact because they had a record for him, and I was like. Ugh. Oh, fine. So I'm blocked and I spoke to him. And then it was just even that, even speaking to him for two seconds. He a rapper too? Yeah. God damn. And then like everyone. Every y'all talk to And then rappers. like as he was blowing up over the last couple of years and like everyone was like behind him supporting him, especially because we're from the same area and they'd always like post him and shit like that. What's happening? What are we all looking at? We probably have to wrap up. Machine Gun Kelly just said something. 
Machine gun Kelly's here. Machine oh, no. I was like, <laughs> I almost just fucking. It's so she funny really because was like, <laughs> that almost directly related to the conversation we're speaking about. Because if MGK was here, that would mean someone else was probably here, and then we'd be going through the exact scenario of uh-huh. me running into somebody I don't want to fucking see, and wow. then I would have fucking and I look like trash sticks today. So I'd have been. Are you not your, your little Ray here popping? Go yeah, crazy. I mean it, it is. Thank you. <laughs> that does nothing but make me happy, and I thank you because Don't it had sign. nothing to do with our conversation at all. But it cheers me up. Oh my god! If I ran into what you call it, I'd be sick. Damn, that's a crazy oh, life to live. Yeah, right. To not want to run into something. Yeah, no, I'm seriously? ready to run into it. I'm the nigga. Bitch, I run mean, into boy. me. On a good day, I'd be. But the thing is with him too, it's like we haven't spoken since I cut him off in August. You're like, <laughs> I want somebody to run into me. He was looking good. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you have to look nobody. good. Yeah, you gotta look. You gotta if I don't look good, I would fucking like want to die. Facts. And second, like I'm the type of person. I don't know if you guys get like this, but if I no, we don't just randomly take our shoes off and put our feet in people's faces. So no. No, no, please don't. Go on, go on, go on. Um, I am the type of person like that. I get, I get mad awkward. Just like if I don't like somebody, I start to act like I like them because I don't know how to handle myself. Or like if I know someone has a crush on me, I'll just stop talking to them because like I don't like. I'm like this makes me uncomfortable that you like me because I don't like you, so I'm just gonna not talk to you. <laughs> like so, if I see an ex, like I don't know how to handle myself. That I might like just go up and start talking and be really nice, even though I fucking hate them. Or I might avoid eye contact with them, which is like even worse. Like, I just don't know what I would do. I overthink it and I try to play cool and then I end up playing very not cool. Exactly. That's me. That's exactly me. And then like, I'll be trying to look at them through the corner of my eye through the whole night, like hoping to catch a glimpse of them looking at me, but without me looking at them. But I'm not good at not being obvious. So I'm very obviously looking at them the entire night long and it's just shit. So all that to say is I hope I never run into Slim. And I will be all the more better for it. What happened? Oh. You're leaving? Why? Wow. First podcast Ooh, of the year. And you're late and leaving early. <laughs> and I just stuck my hand in someone's gum underneath this table. Ooh. That is disgusting. Oh, no. I mean we could wrap anyway, because we've been we've we've we have like about an hour, right? I want to go to the gym. And I'm then hella hungry. Sleep. I'm finna go to the restaurant. Oh, I could have given you a piece of my apple. I, I ain't gonna lie. I was hawking them motherfuckers yeah. too, but I was like, let her do her thing. <laughs> she ain't got too many. Yeah, there really is only like five slices. It's Don't not even a hate whole them apple. Type of in the bed. Like, Let me get one. Damn, I only got two. Bruh, and then I feel like such a dick saying no, but I am the one that will say no. I'll feel bad about see, it. I'm gonna see, but and I'm I gonna feel no. ass for asking when you say no. So I'm gonna rush your ass to tell <laughs> no to do it. And then everyone's just in a bad place yeah. after that. So moral of the story: Don't ask me for anything, and I don't have to tell you no. And then no one's in a bad place. See, I'm glad I didn't. Act. Let's let's say like one more thing though before we go. We had so much shit on this. Um. Oh, New Year's Eve superstitions and rituals. I put that on there because I just have hella shit. I have to scrub down my whole home before the New Year. I have to remove all my Christmas decorations before the new year. I have to replace my toothbrush. I have to wash my car. I have to have a full tank of gas. I have to have oh, God, all my bitch. laundry done. And I try to have my vision board done and like my goals clearly written out and defined for the year. And that is how I try to go into the new year. You? 
I really have been <laughs> trying like, to work no. on myself all year. So I treated New Year's just like another day. Like, well, no, no, no. I did all the drugs that I wanted to do on Get New Year's. Get out of that means. And I go, and, and normally I don't do drugs and I got it out of my system. Okay. For New Year's, but I really like as far as resolutions and stuff goes, like I feel like I've been on that wave and I'm just carrying that same energy into the new year. Like I'm just trying to make money, <laughs> keep making money and like do my own thing. But there's not really any like uh, I have to have this done or this done or I need it. My room is a fucking mess. My apartment's a mess. Like every, you know, yeah, I don't got gas in the gas tank. I didn't wear red panties or whatever the fuck people do. I, just, oh, I, didn't, I didn't remember oh. to do that. I hadn't even showered that day. <laughs> there you go. That's one thing that I do do though. That first shower that I normally take, I like stand there and I'm like, what the fuck a shower got to do with the new year? Like I take I mean, the shower fresh, and I'm clean, like, you yeah, wa- you, wa- the, you washed off. I actually do remember like the showers that I have taken like on New Year's Eve because I'm just sit there and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. like I'm gonna start over and like I this year I did a lot of drugs. So I was like, I'm so excited to brush my teeth and hop in there. <sighs> That's crazy. I slept all of January first. I'm though, on the guys. same shit. I was not awake. I was awake at eight in the morning on January first, and then midnight. I was past the fuck out. I didn't wake See, up. See, my problem with this New Year shit, everybody got these New Year goals and yeah. all this shit, and they didn't accomplish the shit they yeah. were supposed to do last year and the year before that. I actually was able to cross off a bunch of things because I make realistic goals every year and yeah, not like I'm going to be the next Oprah Winfrey in 2019. Although nope. in the last years, I have aimed a little higher. So this year, I just made like extremely realistic goals and... I'm quite proud of them, and I hope that when the year ends, I can cross everything off my list. Oh, mamas. I went four out of five last year, so I'm trying to go five for five. That's some hell of a shit, but um, I'm like, if I went four out of five, I damn near got to dream bigger or some yeah. shit. Yeah, you some only had five shit. goals for the year? Yeah, I, I do mean, five every year. That's fire. I should yeah. do seven. Wow, that's good. Five, because that's realistic. You can't, if you got some legit I mean, goals. my shit is like stupid, like, Make sure I pay off at least one credit card this year and make sure I fix my grandmother's bracelet finally that's been sitting broken for like 10 years <laughs> and like take an acting class, mm-hmm. shit like that. Like they're not like huge goals, but they're just things I want to accomplish that I haven't done yet. I've slowly, yeah, I got some good shit. I've slowly, uh, see, I had a vision board for 2017 that didn't necessarily have goals on it, but I put things on it like this podcast. And guess where we are right now? Wow. Was Mar- it literally me or just podcasts in general? No, it was literally Marissa Mendez. <laughs> oh, that's me. I'm on, I'm on my lie. They said that ain't goals. <laughs> they like you. They don't know fucking goals. They talk about you. Oh, because oh, that's a goal to pay off a credit card. Fuck y'all. I hope y'all all in debt, assholes. Hope y'all don't pay off no fucking credit cards. Anyway, we're leaving on that, that note. That's hella funny. <laughs> M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com if you want to holler at the kids. Marissa Explains if you want to holler at us on Instagram or Twitter. M-A-R-I-S-A Explains. And like we said, comment on that picture if y'all want to win some free vape pens and shit. And if you don't... Smoke weed every day. If you don't know what I'm talking about, find out on Marissa Explains on the Instagram. Fuck following me on Instagram. You can cash at me, dollar sign. Ooh, Adams with a Z. You can cash at me. Dallas sign life is tremendous. Oh, I like that name. Thank you. You know my shit cash app. Lou do too much. <laughs> <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> Thank you.
big shout out to the person who sent me $20 today to follow me on Instagram. You're a real one. Damn. Wow. Someone sent me $20 Boy, to follow me on Instagram. I mean, y'all bought my whole Christmas list. So All shout right. out to y'all because I appreciate you guys. Oh, my mom, I asked for a PS4 for my fans. Nobody give me shit. They thought, <laughs> that's the weak part about being a comedian. That's you be thinking you're playing. Nah. You, if you, everybody throw me 20. Okay, uh, yeah, that's true. You should make a, what's it called? Like a, like a honey pot. What's that? I just think people be thinking I'm playing when I'm asking for shit. Yeah, I mean, I just literally make an Amazon wish list and I post it on my story and I say swipe up and they swipe up and they buy. That's hot. See, that's A1. And it gets all sent to my house and they don't get my my address because Amazon hides it. See, this on live too right now, so nobody give me a PS4 because I already bought the motherfucker. (laughs) Give me the money back for it. (laughs) Or you can make an Amazon wish list and put all the random shit that you want and Uh have them buy it. Show me that shit. Show you know I don't know. Go to Amazon.com, make an account, Uh you add things to list. Uh It'll just default to one list. And then you go in there and you say you know, if you if you want to share it, you could do your settings where it'll hide your address, but it'll send to you. And it's really simple. Damn, for real. They bought me like chairs, like bar chairs, like a hundred dollar two purple chairs. Bought me Fenty pu- Puma, Puma slides, multiple pairs, um, sneakers, eyelashes. See things about shower that. curtains. See, a lot of people send me some shit that I wouldn't use. You feel that's me? why you make a list and oh, they can just okay, buy it. Okay, like there's okay. nothing that they didn't pick it. They're yeah. all things you put on there. Yeah. I put on a bunch of books. They bought me all the books. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants Shout to out buy to me. MTV. They sent me a lot of shit. Man, it was hella girl shit. So I'm like, damn, I really I am a girl. It. You could share that with me. Thank you. Thanks, MTV, in, the, in advance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>